1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grade Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Manek. I am joined by Rich Rebar here on the last Friday afternoon of 2022. We're picking some games. We were we're just sitting here going through all of our dynasty teams right here. Of course, uh, Rich has a bunch of teams that are playing for a championship this week. I have a bunch of teams that are uh, figuring out: Am I going to take Bijan Robinson or, or C.J. Stroud in four months? You know, very uh, very, uh, you know, uh, particular to our, our set of skills. We, we, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I did not watch Cowboys Titans last night. Like life is life Same. is too short, man. Yeah. Life, life is too short.
0: Yeah. And you're a Cowboys guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I tweeted, uh, just for just be flippantly, you know, tongue in cheek, defund Thursday night football when Josh Jobs got announced as a starter. And like, I had a bunch of people I was like, well, don't watch the game, man. And I was like, okay. All right. I won't. <laughs> Hey, yeah, people were people were triggered, but uh, listen, if you want to, if that's your, if that's your your joy is watching, uh, you know, Josh Dobbs like look competent, I guess, compared to Malik Willis, then so be it. I saw a lot of people like Josh Dobbs look better than I thought, and I looked at the thing, and I'm like, you look like Josh Dobbs is very good, but I guess very like not being very good is a step above what the Titans were putting out. So hey, I
1: had I had <laughs> hopes. I don't want to say high hopes, but I had hopes for. Malik uh I mean it's it's done it, it's it's not oh yeah way
0: cooked well once he, he went in the third round it looked pretty bleak
1: yep it it, it did it did in fact look pretty bleak
0: um <laughs> then you were know. like all right well he went to tan- behind Tannehill and we know his contract's kind of an albatross they'll probably get rid of it but I mean it's a rat man it's they're not going forward with this guy I mean he's a, I mean he'll have a shot maybe because if they maybe if they go the veteran route right like if they only bring in a veteran to replace Tannehill he'll still be a backup and maybe Where, can...
1: where's Ryan Tannehill going to be quarterbacking next year. What's your, what's your guess? Oh, I mean, one of
0: those teams, like the, the jets or Colts or something, right? Like probably, Man, I,
1: I, I went, I went through this the other day, guys, the games are not very good this week. So we're going to be, we're, we're, stalling <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> we're, <cold> I, <laughs> I, uh so I went, I went through this, I went through this the other week. Um, let me see if I can find the list that I came up with. Okay. These are the teams who I would say are 90% or greater To have a a quarterback next year, a different quarterback than the guy who started the majority of their games this year, right? Jets are obvious. The Titans, I think it's like almost 100%. The Tannehill will be on a different team. The Colts, literally 100%, no chance uh, that Matt Ryan is their starting quarterback next year. The Texans, that feels uh, 100%. The Davis Mills won't. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Commanders, right? I mean, they tried, I, maybe, yeah, maybe you'd say the Raiders now. Yeah. The Raiders, uh, the Panthers, the saints. I don't think they'll do. I don't think they'll do the Andy Dalton, Jameis, Taysom thing again, the Falcons, right? Mariota. Mm-hmm. They tried that experiment. Didn't work. Desmond Ritter, uh, Ritter better than Malik Willis, but did not show enough to earn. Well, at right least to not
0: play. put them off of it, like not entertaining adding a guy. Yes
1: correct the 49ers right uh be, either it'll be trey lance or it will be i mean people are saying brady people are i mean people will say all i i think the most likely thing hypothetical is though
0: let's run this scenario 49ers go to the super bowl they don't win it they go with purdy what they,
1: hell happens doesn't matter I don't think I I, I, think, I don't to me it wouldn't matter if
0: I was a 4 but it's gonna matter in the court of public opinion. And we know franchise. I mean, can make- th-
1: this is th- that going to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy is no different than going because you the went NFC to the Super
0: Bowl with Garoppolo and you replaced him
1: and you replaced him. And they went to the and they went, they were, they were what it was. I, I don't remember the exact, they were like a fourth down conversion away from going to another Super Bowl last year with yes. Trey Lance on the bench, you know, like so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they I mean they they were if if they go for that fourth down or Jakowski Tart catches that Hail Mary punt the throw that Stafford throws, uh the 49ers in the Super Bowl again last year, correct?
1: Yes. So I, I don't think I think it's completely immaterial. I literally think I, I think this could be a Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors situation. I literally think Brock Purdy could win Super Bowl MVP and they would still have a different quarterback next year. I I like actually believe that.
0: All right, Brock Party goes to the Super Bowl. Does a team trade for him?
1: Yes. Uh, I'll say the Denver Broncos trade a <laughs> third round pick for him to be Russell's uh, competition. Um, that that that's my that's my first take. So then these are these to me are the maybe teams. Those were all the teams that I would say ninety ish percent level of confidence. The Patriots could be so that that could be anything from Bailey Zappi being the Week One starting quarterback to. Brady coming back to trading for Garoppolo to Andy Do- just like I, I think that the the Mac Jones thing seems like it's not working the Dolphins whether that be because they don't because they're the Dolphins are at a really interesting part of the of their uh, developmental curve where they have to decide if they want to give uh, Tua hundred and eighty million dollars over six years right. and I'm going to guess they don't uh, both both because they can be- tag him
0: they can fifth year at first. So they already oh fifth yes, it. yes,
1: you're right. You, you're right. They can. They they haven't yet. That, I looked at his SPO track yesterday. I don't believe they have fifth yeared it yet. But you're right. They can. They'll um, definitely
0: pick it up at least.
1: Yes, yes. So Dolphins probably sub fifty percent. I I would say I would make to a I don't know minus one eighty to be the week one starting quarterback for the Dolphins. Unless it's year. a health
0: thing. Unless it's literally like doctors like
1: you doctors say he he shouldn't play. uh The Raiders. That's that's hundred percent now the broncos I, I mean what is it he's got the i mean he's got the largest cap hit in the nfl next it's year it's 107 Wilson right Wilson it's it's a daggle daggle tweeted so daggle tweeted the other day He's like we have a a a very finite amount of time on this earth so spend your time thinking about something else but i think his his level of play has been so bad and the team has a new owner they're going to have a new coach i i i there will be conversations in that building about what can we do like is there any way um, that we can get out of this. The Giants. People disagree with this. People say that Daniel Jones has done enough. I I, I disagree. I, I I everything they've done has not been because so, Daniel Jones is great. So
0: over the cap, if the if the Broncos wanted to cut Russell Wilson after June one, post June one, the it's not the worst thing in the world if you just want to eat it. It's thirty nine for a year for Russ. Yeah. So basically,
1: I, I mean, is that really any different than? So it's like 107
0: if they cut them before.
1: But it's, it that's so basically, that is just saying we're not going to compete for one year, right? Two years. That, it's,
0: oh, I'm sorry. It would, so it, it splits it in half. So it'd be 39 for 2023 and 35 for the next year. But that's it, right? I think you do that. I think you just fucking swallow it.
1: That's, that's what I, that's what I think. People, uh, obviously, lots of people like disagree with that. Logic, but i i think he's been how so often bad. in
0: nfl history have we seen a guy in his at age 34 have a season rogers, rogers Russell is Wilson
1: the rogers is the only one and who's bounce back, back around and he's the only back. one
0: like not all these guys do this right like typically when it, when death comes for you in the nfl it comes right like so the, the,
1: so rogers went from
0: i just lived this with alan robinson personally <laughs>
1: So Rodgers went from t- 2015 to 2019. Rodgers was basically, uh, I mean, 6.7 to 7.4 YPA. He did have one crazy touchdown season in, in in there, but they were losing a bunch of games. Like Rodgers is the one who, and, and with Rodgers, you could argue it was a style of play thing and not that he himself was that bad. It was just like he needed to change how he played a little bit um and and he did but yeah i i mean you're right the when the milk when the milk goes bad it doesn't unspoil that's like my whole thing
0: i mean in the nfl especially like we it's to hold on to like the, like the odds the probability that like he's just gonna bounce back seems pretty thin and and i i agree like he probably will be better than he was this year right but I, what does that mean though? Like he has to be,
1: (laughs) well, that's, that's how the the Broncos could psyops themselves into doing nothing. Or actually they could psyop themselves into doing something worse, which is trading extra picks, signing extra free to try and make the, the offense better. Right. Where they try and do, they try and do these things to make the offense better and say it was Hackett's fault. Hackett was so underqualified, so bad there. No one could have been successful in this offense. It's not actually Russ's fault not good. Uh and then not good. There, I I had I had someone else. Oh, uh the Lions. Uh the Lions and the Buccaneers. So Goff's contract has an out this offseason. Well, I would say
0: the Buccaneers are a lock, man.
1: they He are, ain't
0: going back there to play with those guys. There's no way. I I, I don't if, I don't I don't think Helen, if, I don't think uh it like Helen Keller could see the, the 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 schism between him and the coaching
1: staff, man. Well, so so what if what if the front office says pick your coach pick your offensive coordinator they did that this year right kind of
0: like we don't know the whole story but isn't that kind of the thing like why Bruce Arians stepped back
1: well maybe maybe Brady said no Bruce Arians and then you guys do what you want after that
0: you know yeah maybe I like I was talking to Pazuda like we're going to hear something like down the line, maybe five or 10 years from now about this two years, this Bucks team like this or this off season, right? Like what the hell the truth? Like there's there's a lot that we don't know that this happened with the Buccaneers the last, you know, what, nine months between Brady retiring, unretiring, Arian stepping down, them, then elevating Todd Bowles to Leftwich almost taking the Jaguars job, and not like there's, and then like what's happened to the course of the season, right? Like, man there's there's a lot going on that we just have not been privy to
1: yeah yeah brady's brady's eventual um unauthorized biography is going to be some <laughs> fantastic reading
0: right i mean for sure like a hundred percent you know yeah i mean yeah. there's a lot though man like there's a lot that's happened at the bucks and like and and i will say this to anyone that hires dan quinn like Use Todd Bowles as a great, you know, conjecture to it. Like Dan Quinn's in the job he should be. Like Dan Quinn is an excellent defensive coordinator, and that's what he should be doing. As a head coach, we've done this. Like, don't Todd Bowles this thing. Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just feels like there are so many ways to go wrong with head coach these days. Cause like, I I actually am starting to understand why teams. The, I think this Hackett thing showed why teams are so hesitant to give first-time head coaches their – their. But the parents. Hackett thing is
0: kind of uh, like a one-off because they did it to try – they thought – they like were – they put their chips all in on getting Rodgers.
1: Yes. Yes, they, they they really thought that was going to That's happen. why that
0: hire was made, and nobody can convince me it wasn't. Like, you know, and I don't, I think that it's, it's pretty – but they put their chips in on getting Rodgers for sure.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. Russ
0: was the – and then Russ was – what they ended up doing is plan B.
1: Yes, that is, that is correct. Um, all right, man, we got to do it. Let's <laughs> let's pick some of these games. Let's pick some of these games. We just solved everyone's um, quarterback troubles. Everyone's tuned uh, out. They skipped. Yeah. All right. Your, your number five is hoomst.
0: Uh, I'm taking the bangles just because I want to have a stance on this game. I don't think it's like a strong bet because it's a, it's a one point. The spread's one point. There's no value here, but I just wanted to have a stance on this game on the podcast. So uh, I think the Bengals should be favored in this game. Uh, you know, at home, uh, I think that they actually are a, a bad matchup for the Bills, too. And, you know, watch Josh Allen just Superman this shit, and it won't matter. But if you look at the, the I mean, Bills, Josh
1: Allen tried to lose to the Bears last week. He, like, did everything he could to lose that game.
0: I mean, the, it's, it's been ugly for the Bills offensively. Uh, and they're, what's crazy is what's bailed them out as their run game of late. Like them just being able to say like, all right, well, we're going to run the football. Like you look at like they fall behind the Browns and then they just start running the ball. They fall behind like the Lions give them hell on Thanksgiving and they run the ball. Uh, The Patriots game on Thursday night. They run the ball last week. They're losing at halftime to the Bears. They come out and just run down the Bears throats. You're not going to be able to run on the Bengals. And then you've got Lou Anarumo who's going to drop back and do his, you know, we're going to rush three with the spy uh, like they do against Patrick Mahomes all the time and really just kind of make it so the Bills have to beat them in a way where it's not Josh Allen using his legs and not throwing to Stephon Diggs, right? And I don't think the Bills are like structurally like geared to kind of win that way right now. Like if they can't run the ball and they're not getting Stephon Diggs going, they kind of don't really have much uh which is crazy to think about because they should be so much better but uh that's really it i just wanted to have a stance this game i think the the Bengals uh are are kind of a they should be favored so it's not there's no value here though i'm betting this
1: well i'm rooting for the Bengals because Bengals loss chiefs beat the zombie broncos and the zombie raiders and the chiefs get the one seed Ooh. because so I am I am rooting for the Bengals. Although that would be bad for all of these underdog playoff teams that I have, because I've been drafting obviously really heavy Chiefs, and they're they would get the buy. They get a buy, but it's crazy. I mean, Ben Baldwin is like the champion of this, just like pointing out how valuable that buy is. Like injuries, when and Mahomes all, like... has
0: never played a road playoff game. Is that true? Yeah, he, the Super Bowls are his only road games.
1: He's so fucking good, man. <laughs> it's crazy he's he's never lost a road division game how about that yeah (laughs) how about how about entering into year five of your career and never losing a road division game i mean he's unbelievable people are gonna be mad when he wins mvp too which is like it's like really how insane is that he's only
0: i mean he's only won one mvp too like i don't know how there's fatigue like people
1: people treat him like he is michael jordan and he's going on his ninth mvp or something it's I don't know. It, yeah, that's been like the, the big
0: story so far, like leading in. It was, it was like, oh, Mahomes is finally going to have to go on the road in the playoffs. And it's like, well, Joe Burrow might actually help him out.
1: Um Joe, Burrow's Joe. also
0: playing awesome. Uh, give the Bengals some credit. Like, so since week five, he's basically top five in yards or pass attempt, EPA per play, uh, QBR, all against two high safety stuff, which was like the bugaboo stuff. Like, right? Like, they've solved this thing. Um, so, yeah, Burrow's hot. I'm excited for this game, though, because we've had a lot of, Bills Chiefs games and they've been awesome. And we've had a lot of Bengals Chiefs games. They've been awesome. But this is our first Bills
1: Bengals game. I mean, imagine that. Uh, like, I mean, that's very bizarre to have all these Bills Chiefs games and then uh but imagine and Bills Chiefs- and,
0: and uh Chiefs Bengals games they've played three times in the last year, they played three times in 2022.
1: That's, that's true. I mean, imagine Chiefs fans rooting for the Bengals though. It's pro- probably, be the only time this, uh, this ever happens. Yeah. All right, it's my... a Monday
0: night. That's the Monday night, like championship hammer game too.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Uh, all right. My number five is the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three and a half points against the Carolina Panthers. And really my, my take would just be this one Darnold, uh, his EPA and CPOE stuff is crazy. Uh, and I think that's bleeding into these lines a little bit, but look, easily really, explained, yes, yeah, for sure. so my my take would be one, I've seen this. how many fucking times have I seen this movie with Tom Brady? You count him out, you count him out, you count him out this This really is just a season long example of the Brady microcosm where he's down ten points. You leave too much time on the clock, and he ends up getting there and and I don't know. It's like my brain just can't make sense of Brady not kicking ass in like an absolute must win block spot. And maybe, and maybe Brady is just, and that's just it. And it's over. The The other thing that makes you feel confident about betting on the Buccaneers is when they finally stop running the ball, they actually can move the ball just fine. You've been making this point all year. Like when you watch yeah. Brady guy can throw just fine. It's not it, now he, he, He's throwing to the running backs even more than he did in New England because he really doesn't want to get hit. But it's not as if when they just throw the ball 70% of the time, they can't move the ball. And I don't know. It just it just feels like the Panthers are just not going to win this game. And it's only three and a half, so I'm pretty much just treating it like we – we. and, you know, Darnold throws a pick six like he is wont to do, and, and it's over. But not a high degree of confidence, obviously.
0: This game is funny for a couple of reasons because be, if the Panthers won – they still don't even a lock for the division. Like what if the Panthers won and then lost next week to the saints? They still wouldn't make like, that'd be so NFC South 2022. If that happened. It um, really would. Yeah. The Darnold stuff's pretty easy, explainable, right? Like the dude is literally playing in like, uh, like a child sandbox offense. Like they're not asking me to do anything. 50% of his dropbacks are with play action. They've thrown the ball 38% of the time with him as a starter, by far the lowest rate in the league, 14% below expectation uh and then he's just taking shot plays off those play actions so he's 26th in completion rate right? since he's been there but it's, uh 16 percent of his pass attempts are on throws 20 yards or further downfield um and, and he hasn't thrown interceptions so it's like he's just taking shot plays they're hit that's why you get the high yards for pass attempts and it bleeds into the epa stuff and the cpoe stuff because when those plays hit it's the grapple law right it's the same thing except for he isn't throwing interceptions like grapple does um, that's how you boost up those areas. That's kind of why are you, people would push back on like EPA and some of those other metrics or quarterbacks because these systems, when it's high play action, don't ask the guy to throw with high volume and they connect on those plays. They're really chunk plays and they're, they're EPA boosters. And that's why he looks so good. But they're completely hiding Sam Darnold um you look at the games where they haven't been able to run the ball they've gotten absolutely flooded and we only have to go back two weeks ago when they had a home game against the Pittsburgh Steelers and ran for 21 yards and were never in that game the entire game like against Mitchell Trubisky never even had a shot in that game they were never even in it um yeah so you just look at go down the Panthers game logs since Steve Wilkes took over and the games that they haven't been able to establish any kind of run early they just get they just get killed so that's what it yeah. comes down to in this one
1: well yeah so so i feel feel pretty good about that uh, all right what's your what's your number four
0: uh my four is the dolphins man uh, i'm getting the greatest covering quarterback in nfl history uh as a dog and i don't even think that teddy's in a terrible spot because one new england's defense has been kind of like they they haven't been fraudulent like they're a good defense but like they're way worse than like the metric show because anytime they face like an adequate quarterback, they've been awful. Right. They just get flooded. They, they haven't been good, um, to the degree that they are versus like, they've picked on so many bad quarterbacks over the course of the season, like Sam Ellinger, Zach Wilson twice. Uh, they've had, they had like a stretch where they played all those guys in a row. Um, Mac Jones and this, this pan, Patriots offense is just not good at all either on the other side. And then like Teddy's practice has to, he's prepped to be the starting quarterback in one game this year. And it was the Jets game and he got hurt. He got concussed the first play of the game. So like, we're giving him the whole week to practice. I think they're going to, that, that Mike McDaniel, this is going to allow him to do some different things than they were just doing with Tua, who hadn't really been playing well. And the offense had really just been like, are Tyree Kill and Jalen to make a big play? Oh, they aren't. Then we suck. We're not going to do anything. I think it's going to force McDaniel to kind of go in the bag and recalibrate a little bit, uh, and it could help them. Uh, I kind of like the Dolphins to
1: outright win this game. So I can't have this on my list because, well, I don't know. Shit, maybe I should have put this one on my list because I really do not believe in the New England Patriots, like, at all. I've been
0: shorting them for a month, and, like, I've been winning money, so (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they stink. I mean, we were just talking about Bailey Zappi being the quarterback of the Patriots next year. So I, I, um, yeah. I, I think, mean, one I of think... their touchdowns
0: last week was a third and 30, essentially a hail Mary. And it was a good karma play. Like Jacoby Myers deserved that. That was like instant karma from the week before. Uh, you know, he, he stood up in the locker room, owned his uh, L of of throwing that past the Chandler Jones. And then, you know, they were the, the deities rewarded him with like a tipped touchdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. I, I, I actually, I actually needed, I actually needed that play to get into a, uh, a best ball final. So, no harm, uh, no harm, no foul there. All right. Uh, my number four is the Jacksonville Jaguars minus four points against this the Texans. This is my one because I was doing, I did, I, I just got on the five thirty eight like playoff simulator or whatever, and there actually is a scenario. It's, it's kind of thin. It involves, Miami, or it involves Buffalo needing to win next week, which is like, uh, I think if Buffalo loses, no, no, Buffalo will still want to win next week to be the two seed instead of the three seed, I think, mm-hmm. even if they lose this game. So there, they're, for the Texans yesterday, truly didn't matter at all. But there is a scenario where the Jaguars can lose next week to the Titans and still get in if things break their way in just such a manner. And I think the market is treating that um not true so basically the jaguars would really prefer to win this game and you want to talk about like smoke and mirror stuff like the texans playing these teams close has been so unbelievable like i think in the second half alone to get to overtime versus the chiefs the chiefs had to fumble twice get nine penalties for nine yards and uh they gave up a huge long uh special teams return as well like it just it's just total fluke crap. I mean, the Jaguars are, the Jaguars want to win this game and they're going to beat, they're going to beat the Sox off the Texans here.
0: Yeah. This is my one. I show it should be closer to seven. So I think it's, I'm just playing the value side. And I just think the Jaguars are better right now. Anyways, uh, Texans get, I think you're getting a little more juice uh, because of how they played the last couple of weeks. I think that's kind of bled into the line a bit. That's why you're getting a little bit of value. But uh, yeah, and they lost, and they lost, to be fair, they, the Jags lost at home to the Texans this year for one of the, the Houston wins um, one of their two wins, but I still like going back to it here. I think Lawrence is playing a lot better than he did early in the season. I think they found something with like how to utilize both Evan Ingram and Zay Jones over the, like the final six weeks of the season, but they weren't really getting a lot out of those guys. They're getting, tar- they were targeting those players early in the year, but they weren't getting a lot out of them. And I know that they played Zay Jones and do shit in the rain, but I don't throw that out. Um, yeah. And then the Jaguars defense is like kind of quietly, like, been kind of good at like pressuring the quarterback too so uh yeah i'm just here for it man and i think it's just a good line value game and i think the tech uh jaguars win by touchdown
1: all right there we go i'm uh i'm I'm on board all right what is your number three
0: uh my three is the lions uh uh we're getting the lions at home here and it's this bears team right now that just doesn't have a lot outside of justin fields running And it sounds like Justin Fields is going to be okay with the foot injury that he had last week. But still, how much is he going to run at this point? Uh, I think it's still a big question mark. And if Justin Fields isn't running, then this offense just really can't do anything.
1: It's going to grind to a complete halt.
0: And I don't think the Bears are going to stop the Lions. And they didn't stop them at home outdoors. They're not going to stop them indoors. So, yeah, I just think this is another one where I think I show it should be like eight. So I'm just taking it. I'm taking the value. It's not like I said, I'm looking more at like line value this week more than I typically do when we talk about these games because these games aren't good again. So
1: it's no, they're doing. they're so bad. Um it's yeah, the worst, I, it's like our first full
0: slate of DFS since like week five because like things have been getting chopped up to like these Saturday and Sunday right, right. slates. And like and it's the slate's not, not even, even that great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: it's uh it's really I'm so so it's better than last like, week
0: at least last week coming in i didn't even really want to play dfs like last week at all
1: we gotta i mean it, when are when are we banning the cover too i don't know that can't even be the explanation like well why, the weather I don't stuff know. was such,
0: such a the thing weather, last week too yeah. and it was just gross The last week was like literally the grossest slate of the year
1: yeah it was it was uh it was pretty bad um I know okay. a lot
0: of good fantasy teams didn't make it. Uh so that make make me a bad fantasy player because I had a bunch of teams with bombed too, but
1: you just gotta you just had to have Dalton Schultz, bud. That's all you had to do. Well, I need, um, you needed Dalton Schultz now. Yeah, Dalton Dalton Schultz to win two million dollars. All right. I have uh for my number three, um, I actually have uh, I have Arizona plus three against Atlanta. Um McSorley, gamer, dude. McSorley and also I don't know he's not starting though oh is it Colt yeah Colt's back okay well I don't feel nearly as good about this but I am gonna I'm gonna say this for for Cliff all Cliff needed to start taking the game of football seriously was to be completely and totally 100% eliminated from playoff contention the Cardinals were straight up feisty uh, in that primetime game against the uh against the Buccaneers and was that a Cardinals thing or a Buccaneers thing Oh, that's a good point. Really, really, I just should Atlanta be favored by three points with Desmond Ritter starting? No, I mean that's, that is true. As well. I I wanted him to be good because he's so fast and he had that gr- crazy combine. But no, nah, he's terrible. And also, the Cardinals figured out their best offensive alignment too, playing Dorch in the slot and not having the carcass of AJ Green or Robbie Anderson out there. You know, I don't know. It just it feels like feels like these teams are both crappy. So give me the three points and uh damn i i really thought it was mcsorley though that is i guess that's on me yeah listen hey will it matter though colt colt
0: just throw you a bunch of six yard passes uh to
1: get you there so i i think you don't have my number one on the list unless it unless it's your number two
0: i mean i have 49ers
1: okay my number my number one i i i the i the the 49ers are my second as well i i've been i've been i've been really on them uh but my number one is the so do your, do your Seahawks for, or do your, your 49ers first.
0: I mean, it's just simple. I've just, I've been, I've literally bet the 49ers like 4-0 they just keep winning. So I'm going to keep betting them. Obviously we're getting Jarrett Stidham too against this defense. Like even if it is, it hasn't hit 10 yet. And I think they win by double digits. Uh, this is defense is just too good, right? Like they're, and all you have to do is have the point guard and Brock Purdy. He's playing a pretty good point guard right now. Um, yeah. It's Raiders defense is awful. And how are they going to score?
1: how are they going to score? Do they even care? Like, like, like how are the, how is Josh McDaniels going to look these dudes in the eye and be like, all right, you got to go to war with Jared Stidham. Since week
0: eight, the 49ers are plus plus one thirty three in point differential, by far number one in the league. They are number one in the NFL in turnover differential in that span. Um, I mean, to me, yeah. Easy game, man.
1: I mean, it's not easy games.
0: It's not, I playing nine has been terrible this year, but Hey. We well, might not see like Josh Jacobs play a lot. They, you know, we might not see Devontae Adams. That like, that was why
1: out. that was why I had it so high, even though it's nine points, which is just like the 49ers don't care about this game. And in fact, they it probably would behoove them um to to do poorly.
0: Oh, the Raiders, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because the
0: 49ers can still get the two seed technically, which obviously everyone wants because you get two home games.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean the the incentives are aligned for a sixteen-point. Uh, 49ers one year so my number one is the Seahawks I I don't actually think uh the move like call me crazy I I don't think that Mike White has has moved to this position of needing to be like a road favorite against a competent NFL team which the Seahawks are like yeah the Seahawks defense isn't very good and the Jets defense is really good but also like so much of uh what Seattle does it's like it doesn't you could have you could be the 1985 Bears like if Kenneth Walker just gets one of these runs on you, you're toast. If DK Metcalf, just like, you know, like I I think probably the Seahawks offensive success rate will probably be poor in this game. Like we probably won't see them go on a bunch of 10 play 80 yard drives, but that's not what the Seahawks are predicated on. Anyways, the Seahawks are predicated on these splash plays and like Mike White, I don't it's like we we have uh, mythologized this dude to like an insane degree you know like we've been like oh Mike White you know he's the he's the greatest ever it's like he's fine he's He's got it yeah he's not Zach Wilson he's not Zach Wilson yeah I just I just think this should be Seahawks by two and it's Jets by two
0: yeah I think that's fair this game is stylistically is one of these like what both teams are kind of their best at both teams are really great at, at defending uh, and we started to see the Seahawks' offensive line really start to catch up to them. They played pretty good earlier in the year, and then they've been really bad the last month. And uh, against the Jets, that does scare me a little bit. Um, obviously, they've got the outside guys. They've been really good on the outside, not not really like allowing these big plays. But he said, you know, DK is good enough to get one. Um, on the other side too, the Jets' side too, because what they're good at, the Seahawks are really good at taking out. Where the Seahawks are awful at run stopping the run, and the Jets aren't good at running. <laughs> Cause they've also had
1: a hundred offensive line injuries
0: throughout the course of the season.
1: And but, and we, we did the, we did the on of a night thing, but now the zone of a night thing is we we've moved past it. He's, he's fine. He's a perfectly Cromulent running back, but he's not very yeah. small. And
0: he wasn't any game that Michael Carter's played. He doesn't running any pass routes, which always was like, kind of like a trap door for fantasy. Like, right, it's like, right. Oh man, like this dude ain't running any pass routes. Like you can really, the, the floor is low here, way lower than you're assuming. And it has been the past couple of weeks, but even the Garrett Wilson stuff, uh, The Seahawks haven't allowed a hundred yard wide receiver since week one. Um, It was Jerry Judy in week one. They've allowed that's
1: it. That's insane. Is that that I (laughs) I I, I'm losing my mind at that stat
0: because I've been looking at because Garrett Wilson to DraftKings made him fifty five hundred again, and obviously the Mike White stuff people are going to play, but I think he's fine as a cash game play. But I think he's kind of a, a pretty easy fade in tournaments because the Seahawks have not, they're not giving up any, they've only allowed three wide receiver one scoring weeks all season. And they've allowed a hundred yard receiver since week one. I don't know if there's a huge ceiling there.
1: Elijah, Elijah Moore is 3,500.
0: I think Elijah Moore is probably the better over outright play. Um, I think Gary Wilson's fine in cash. I, and in season long, I would still start him, you know, as a wide receiver two or whatever, but uh, I, I think he's going to, man, it's, 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 crazy to think about that though. Right. Though, like they
1: yeah 100 that, that, jerry, yeah, jerry is, judy in week one that is was legit, that is legit crazy yeah <laughs> unbelievable um all right it, well, there, there we go man it. we, we yeah, picked some games kind of a we dfs did, take mixed in yeah we we did we did what we needed to do um also, Jerry
0: Judy pulling me right back in, into the Dynasty Streets man. Oh, fucking! I, I couldn't,
1: I couldn't, I couldn't be more in on on Jerry Judy if I tried, dude. Like I, I was because <laughs> I spent all off season being like, well, Judy's probably my least favorite of the Sutton, Judy, Hamler, Alberto, Javante. Like I, I mean, I loaded up on all these Broncos, and because I was like, well, is Jerry Judy good? And I don't know. I, mean, I think he probably is good, man. So, what can you do? Just imagine, imagine brock purdy is quarterback of the broncos next year just slinging darts to jerry judy yeah please what what are we what are we doing in dfs this week i i like this i like this new york seattle game i guess before i i realized that they hadn't allowed any 100 yard wide receivers since i still like some pieces in
0: it like i think conklin's interesting i think elijah moore is interesting for sure um i think on Fanduel, kenneth walker kenneth walker is like 6700 on Fanduel, um which is a site that's more optimal for him anyways i think it's a pretty uh we talked about the games maybe not being great for dfs but individ- there's a lot of good individual plays i think that are good this week running back is pretty loaded i'm ha- having trouble whittling my pool down to uh like who who, who you got okay it's like i think etn's a really great play um we talked about kenneth walker we got the brian robinson tyler algier deandre swift thing on DraftKings. they're all the same price um yeah i think it's a pretty
1: interesting week so i i really like the jacksonville dudes this week because same. i think because i think the field will play it like the jaguars don't really care and maybe they'll decide in the second half they don't but i and think to be- burn
0: dudes too so like i feel like time a go to this week
1: and i i wonder i wonder if um uh, uh similarly on the burning dudes path if Ramondre burned people so badly last week that that he gets a little bit lower owned in this like i mean we we both are are comfortable shorting the patriots but this is absolutely 100 percent. you have to win this game if you're the patriots and they're home favorites and like damian harris isn't gonna play again like where is damian harris bro like he, uh, he, well they
0: they were like he's not gonna be on our team next year so hey
1: I guess shit is that so p- pick up all the Kevin Harris you you can get in Dynasty. I guess he's a free agent,
0: yeah, Damian Harris.
1: Okay, all right, Damian Harris probably going to be a chief next year. I don't know. <laughs> all you should do is go. Right. I don't know.
0: Go to Damian Harris's game log. See who he had a good game against, and th- that team will probably
1: sign him. That is that is pretty much how it works. Yeah. Who who, who do we let's uh, Who do we think Damian Harris's best career game was against? I I'm going to guess uh I, i'm gonna guess the jets i'm gonna guess he just like absolutely no nope, baltimore uh so he had uh oh nope, i was right most fantasy points in his career against the jets 14 <laughs> carries 106 yards two touchdowns uh two receptions for seven yards uh against the jets in a 54 to 13 win uh on the on october 24th of 2021 Yep, so there so we go there it is i i how are you, you treating damien how are you treating these ACL dudes in, in fantasy? This is, this is really neither here nor there, but we have a couple big ACL guys next year, Javante, Brees Hall. Um, there's someone else who, who's the other guy. Yeah. I'll I, but, probably
0: be short on them. You know me. I mean, oh I'm,
1: Kyler Kyler is the other ACL guy.
0: Yeah. And Kyler Kyler's like, he, just he's even had a surgery yet. So he's looking at basically like October. Um, to be 10 month at the 10 month mark, I'm probably going to short him. You know me. I'm, I just don't, I'm not, I don't want to buy into injury optimism. We talked earlier in the season and I said, I'd listen, I'm just not taking Godwin anywhere. And Godwin's been fine, but I don't really regret not taking Chris
1: Godwin anywhere. Like he's been okay. Well, like, he, he would have buried you had he had this team been functional. Maybe, right. Maybe. Oh, come on. He's God when he would have buried you, bro.
0: hes I mean, listen, that's still part of it, though. But that was in the range of outcomes, too,
1: with the the Bucks. You know, I definitely don't regret not taking Michael Gallup anywhere. Uh, See, Gallup is the one. Gallup is the one who really burnt me because I absolutely loaded up on that dude. And he has clearly not been as good as he had been in years past. It's just from a,
0: a top-down philosophy stance. I just don't play into injury optimism. Like, I'm just... Uh, Brees it's just a, it's a, is going to yeah. go super early in drafts next year Super early. I, I have reese on a dynasty team and i have him in a keeper league that will be my exposure to him again like i just it's a top down it's just a philosophy man like i just uh, th- that's just the hill that's claimed so many fantasy souls and yeah. i i mean i'm not going to go in and take a guy I already know that's hurt right like i'm just not i just i am not going to do it
1: yeah yeah, I'm, so it I'm, is what but, it is.
0: They're, they're really good players, though. So I think they're all intriguing. I'm, I'm going to be one tempted. of those guys probably help. Like one of those guys probably swings the league for sure.
1: I'm going to be tempted on Javante, I think, because I think he's gonna his, going to go in like the
0: fifth round, right? I
1: think I think his I think if you when you adjust for what he's going to cost, both for like Broncos, pessimism, the ACL stuff, I, I think there's a chance that you can get him as like your third running back on some teams. Well, I think and, there's
0: no doubt he'll be a third running back, maybe a low end RB two um because he's never had a sample where he's been like the guy right it's all been projection so going into off of an acl in the third year on a terrible team like people aren't gonna
1: yeah yeah gonna be about
0: that. but breeze hall is literally probably gonna go like the one two turn
1: and and maybe gonna go on the pup like yeah it's it's insane yeah it, it's nuts uh all right man let's uh let's get you out of here what uh what what can the people find are you are you in these playoff best ball streets are you grinding these
0: i'm not uh but i do my sports wedding comes is legal for me tomorrow uh, oh my so, god like big, i can big do day,
1: dude
0: so yeah man uh i'm flooding in all my offers my deposit matches are getting getting out here uh getting out here so i can make some of the, these these bets on these uh college bowl games and bet some player props this weekend so it's gonna be a good weekend or or probably it's honestly gonna be a terrible weekend but for the degeneratism
1: imagine um, imagine you absolutely own the books the first weekend though it'll be a, it'll be a great feeling yeah that's uh,
0: the best yeah get, get on i can't wait to, but i've been dying because i have a bookie where i can bet lines and stuff and that's been fine betting lines is one thing but like i've been dying to like actually do like legit player prop stuff
1: yeah you, you will you will you will do very well at that your 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 fastidious nature and your ability to be non-emotional when wagering is <laughs> is going to serve you Very well. Um, All right, everyone, we're going to get out of here. We will be back next week. Are we going to do this for the playoffs again this year? We did
0: last year, right? Did we pick the games?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm down if you are. I mean, I I know
0: I feel like this show in general. Uh, I don't know if so many people come here for the actual. Accuracy, uh, yeah, the
1: we're we're just we're surviving, dude. It's Just for the vibes.
0: <laughs> yeah, but people people seem to really genuinely like this podcast. They always ask about it. I always get asked, like, if I'm going to do that, like, in the off season, are you going to do a show at Davis again? Like, are you, you know? Um, we just kind of riff.
1: We're vibing, yeah. Um, all right, everyone. So I hope that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs take care of business against the the Zombie Broncos. I'll be rooting for the Bengals on uh, that, that Monday night, and uh, we'll see you all then.